Welcome to Eternal Elements Learning Podcast brought to you by Chessa Online. These podcasts are a part of the audio certificate programs on Chessa Online. You're free to take these podcasts on your desired portal also, should you only wish to learn on the go. Thank you so much for engaging on these podcasts. And you can connect with the author on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Hi, this is Niket Karasgi. Welcome to Eternal Elements from Atessa Online. We're talking about corporate governance. In my last podcast, I spoke about creating an ethical climate. And now I'm going to talk about how do we actually move into creation of that ethical climate and we sustain that ethical climate. So there's a concept called ethics program. The ethics program is all about creating an understanding of values and the aspect of code of ethics. Now, what is a code of ethics? A code of ethics is a document that contains core values and principles on which the company operates. It is a doctrine of socially acceptable and responsible behavior that the organization firmly believes in. It respects and reflects the thoughts of the top management and their desires of compliances. It also talks about the core fundamentals or the values on which the organization was set up. It talks about the mission of the organization, the core purpose for which it was created. And it also talks about where the organization wants to be. It talks about the vision element of the organization. While I've done a lot of work around code of ethics, I must say this for sure, that code of ethics has to become a DNA of the organization. It must become a part of the organization. There is the concept of credo, which I spoke about in my earlier podcast. It's a set of fundamental beliefs and guiding principles, which the organization just cannot compromise. And that's what is the code of ethics of an organization. The six core values that code of ethics normally encompass. You can build on those values in whichever way you want. So we're talking about trustworthiness as the first value. We're talking about respect for all. We're talking about a sense of responsibility and ownership that people need to demonstrate fairness towards all the stakeholders, a caring and a compassionate attitude towards the stakeholders, and the corporate citizenship where we go beyond compliances. And in fact, we practice so much of integrity that we actually take responsibility of the entire planet. We talk about profits, we talk about planet, and we talk about people. These are the three Ps when it comes to citizenship. Now, what is an ethics program all about? Like I said, it is a program that inculcates the entire code of ethics and the values of the organization into people. Because people in an organization come from diverse backgrounds and diverse cultures, and they bring in their own ethics and moralities along with them. So an ethics program primarily comprises of two parts. There's a compliance orientation program where the organization talks about all the compliance processes that it has set And it talks about the values orientation of the organization as to what values is the organization based on, what are the decision-making criteria that the organization is based on. And you actually train up people around the ethical dilemmas that they can face. The code of ethics translates into the code of conduct, which means these are a set of rules defined for the managers and all the members of the organization, which they must need to adhere to. These are the documented actions 
of the board and the senior management, their expectation from the board as well as people down the line. And by the way, like we all know, unless there is a buy-in from the top level, a code of conduct and ethics cannot be practiced in letter and spirit. So the code of conduct that the organization normally transmits through the code of ethics program is a set of descriptions of various factors that the organization uh, focuses on, something that's extremely important to them. So they talk about company values. They talk about how are we going to deal with conflict of interest within the organization. They talk about a whole lot of disclosures that the organization will go in terms of the rules and regulations. And it could be even from their own initiative. They talk about how compliances are going to be practiced within the organization, how they're going to be monitored, how are they going to fix the deviations from the compliances. They talk about the business code for dealing with shareholders and stakeholders at large. And typically, it also encompasses how you deal with the suppliers. Uh, it also talks about the prohibition of corporate opportunities for directors because directors are paid employees in the organization and they cannot start doing business in their own name and start squeezing out the economic resources of the organization. That's just not done. The Code of Ethics, the Code of Conduct, both are reviewed by the Code of Ethics Committee. There are no waivers. You may belong to the biggest category within the organization, but there are no waivers at all. Now, how is this Code of Ethics, Code of Conduct, the credo, how is it controlled? It's all controlled through Ethics Committee. Now, if you're talking about Code of Ethics, you must also have the Code of Ethics Committee. These are independent, non-executive directors who are responsible for ensuring that the system operates the way it is designed. And you know what? As a trainer who's been a lot of work around the Code of Ethics, I realize that a lot of times there is where the con compromise can actually happen. But considering that you've got the right members, absolutely in integrity, absolutely ethical, now how does it work? What does this ethics committee do? It reviews the Code of Ethics constantly because obviously uh, since you're dealing with a lot of ethical dilemmas, there could be situations that can come up in the organization and those situations have to be brought in in the revision of Code of Ethics. It looks after the compliances. It looks after the entire due diligence uh, of uh, having employees who are possibly being recruited or employees within the organization. They actually do a check whether the due diligence is being done at all levels. They deal with the communication and training of Code of Ethics and Business Conduct. They monitor and audit whether the organization is absolutely compliant. Are they in line with what the regulator expects? Are they in line with the social conduct that the stakeholders want? Are they in line with the corporate citizenship that we talked about? They also ensure that they enforce the disciplining action or a disciplinary mechanism within the organization. They are solely responsible for that. And they also look at if there are any violations, how the closure and the resolution of those violations will happen. And that's how you sustain the entire culture of ethics within your organization. Bottom line, if you don't have code of ethics, if you don't have a credo, then you're running the risk for sure because people don't know what to do. And while you may have your code of conduct, you may have your code of ethics, but if there is no ethics committee to monitor it, if the senior echelons of the company are not a part of the ethics committee and that to empowered independent non-executives, you could just have a paper within your organization, but that could be meaningless. Go ahead. 
put in your code of practices, make them absolutely clear and visible to your employees, train them up hard, and please ensure there are no deviations and you're set to move into the grand path of corporate governance. Thank you very much. This is Niket Karasgi signing off from Eternal Elements podcast brought to you with Tessa Online. And I'm going to see you in the next podcast where I'm going to talk about the whistleblowing, the integrity pact, and a whole lot of other things, which is about how you set up a visual mechanism also. Thank you very much. I'll see you in the next podcast.